listener, and welcome to the Man by Cow podcast. It's all been a bit hectic recently, what with Uncle Tobias accidentally gluing himself to that train, and Howard's been trying to break the world record for the largest number of clothes pegs attached to your face. I, I think I'm close. What's the, what's the record again? Uh, 104. And how many have I got? One. Okay, so that means I've got... It's, yeah, 103. More clothes pegs still to peg on your face, yeah. <sighs> This is ridiculous. Yes, yes it is. Hi blokes, Dennis Quaid here, fresh from the future. Isn't that right, Big John? Wilco Bonds are super great, Dennis Quaid, mate. Hey, Uncle DQ. Hello, Big John. So, what's uh, what's happening? You blokes have got to come back with me. Where? To the future. Come on, you drongos, get in the fridge. Yeah, look, Uncle DQ, I'm actually a bit busy uh, attaching clothes pegs to my face yeah. right now. And, and I'm helping. There's no time for that, blokes. We've got to go to the future now and fix things before it's too late in the future. What are you talking about, Uncle Q? What happens to us in the future? It's not you two that are the problem. Both you and Rufus turn out fine. Well, if you think being dead is fine. What? No, mate. The problem is with your kids. Something's got to be done about your kids. Isn't that right, Big John? Wilco Bonds are super great, Dennis Quaid, mate. We're getting ready to go now. To spend some time with Man by Cow. They're going to take us to the moon. Using their magic space balloon. Okay, now, just, just one question, Uncle DQ. Are you saying that me and Rufus have kids in the future? Yeah, well, not biological kids, obviously, but but after you two die in that acid and meat slicing accident... Yeah, can we, can we just talk about that for a second? Uh, a load of your weirdo listeners start a cult based on the wisdom of Rufus and Howard. What wisdom? Exactly. And it turns out your weirdo listeners are some very determined people. And at least one of them has access to big flaming bombs. That's probably Mr Fluck. How are we supposed to save the future from a nuclear cult? We'll make it look like you two have risen from the dead. Then you can start telling those future drongos what to do. I've got some stuff to make it look like your skin's come off. It's called acid. And we'll cut one of your arms off each and like slice it up and then you can carry it with your other arm. And Hold be... on, is, is this entirely necessary? We've got to be authentic, mate. They'll all know that you blokes died after one of your uncles accidentally sliced you up and made your skin come off with acid. Hang on. This problem's in the future, right? Yeah, mate. That's where me and Big John just came from. Isn't that right, John? Wilco Bonds are super great, Dennis Quaid, mate. So, if it's in the future, it hasn't happened yet? I see where you're going with this. I see where you're not going with this. You're not going to the slicing machine to slice one of your flaming arms off. And we're running out of time. We're not running out of time because the problem's in the future. What? What are you... Oh, yeah. Yeah, fair dinkum. Calm down, John, mate. Wilco Bonds are super great, Dennis Quaid, mate. So... If the problem is with the future, and the future is basing its society on what they hear in our show, all we need to do is record some really good advice, you know, on how to make the world a nicer place. That's a bonzer idea, mate. Good brain work, Howard. Yeah. It must be those clever pills I've been taking. Clever pills? Where did you get clever pills from? I put my detective hat on. Rufus is clever, I thought, and Rufus takes a mysterious pill every morning. So, I mean, they must be clever pills. They're hay fever pills, you moron. What? What, they're going to give me hay fever? Yeah, yeah, that's right. I take a pill every morning to give me hay fever. That's kind of stupid of you. Maybe you should get some clever pills.
Do you want one of mine? Right. You blokes go and write some ideas on how to make the world nicer, and I'll go to the future and see if it worked. But we haven't done it yet. In the future, you have. God, time travel's confusing. Come on, Big John, mate. Let's get back in the time fringe. Wilco bombs are super great, Dennis Quaid, mate. Right, so we've written some ideas about how to make the world a nicer place and we've divided them up into categories. Mm-hmm. So, Howard, do you want to choose a category? Animals and dogs. Animals and dogs, good. Um, uh, do you want to go first? Okay. Tired of sitting down to pet your dog? Yeah. Floating dogs. Or magnetic dogs, right? Oh, yeah. And metal hands. Well, That's me- not really petting a dog, though, is it? That's just like <laughs> being attached to a dog. But um, <laughs> it's quite different. But I mean, I mean, nobody benefits from that. The dog I mean, can't do whatever it wants to dogs do. Dogs really... can't float. This is what I'm thinking. we're going to make them float. A way of getting over that would be magnetic hands and metal dogs. So when you put your hand out, the dog gets like drawn up. To Are we it. here to <laughs> discuss the the way these these inventions would work, or just to sometimes, invent the things? Sometimes I know we're supposed to be giving other people ideas. Other people have to go out and work out how to make, make dogs, dogs float. float right? Yeah. Okay. So so if you are yeah, if you are a vet or like you know, an expert on floating. Mm-hmm. Well, if you bet you got, you probably used to inject in dogs with stuff. You can inject them with helium. Float, yeah, helium. Fill a dog with helium. Yeah, you can have dog dog balloons. That taxidermy in taxidermy, they fill stuff with sand, right? Yeah, which is stupid because then it doesn't float. Yes, yeah, the opposite because that's what you have on on balloons to stop them. From yeah, going exactly. Up. So they've they've thought of the one the wrong thing. So you need yeah. one of two things. You need either full of helium, yeah. dog, and then your dog floats. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Brilliant, and sum it up really well. Uh, or hot air dog. Hot air dog. Yeah. <laughs> Definitely that. <laughs> with a little basket underneath with some mice in it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the world would be a nicer place if there were more. If, like every dog that died yeah. had to be made into a helium dog or a hot air dog. Hot air and dog. every time you looked up into the sky, it was just full of dogs. dogs dead high, dogs. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Floating dead dogs. Mm. And if you, therefore, if you want to pet one, it's even more difficult. We've got to get a massive ladder. That's true, actually. The fact that the dogs float, I didn't stipulate how high they should float. Yeah, at. they shouldn't, in, you know, unstoppably float. Yeah. yeah. So you need a combination of floating and magnetism. Yeah, well, not dead dogs blocking out the sun, do you? That's a really <laughs> annoying world. It's not making the world nice, so it's making it really dark and full of dead yeah, dogs. Do- dead dogs. Cat throwing. Oh right. yeah, yeah, okay. But you throw, uh, throw them at those floating dogs. Yeah, hot maybe. air dogs. No, no because them. you've got to do it right. Because I don't want to be cruel to cats, right? right? But you ever heard that thing where cats, from a certain height, cats always land on their feet, and that's why you can they can jump out of twenty-story windows. Yeah. But there's got to be a right height. So basically, it'd be quite relaxing, like to stand on the fifteenth story of a building, like, <laughs> cats out the window, <laughs> yeah. right? After a stressful day, he's like. Yeah. So yeah, so I think that would be. I think people would like that. Yeah. And you also you get to pet a cat first. You're like, oh, a cat, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> throw it out the window. It lands, carries on with its life. I think it would be more fun to throw them at walls because then you can like you can see the effect. But then you, could, I don't want to hurt a cat. That's what I'm saying. This is a way to relax without murdering cats. Do you use time travel to um, like you to really, unmurder the cat? To really hurt the cat, and then they <laughs> like, just go back in time so it didn't really hurt. So but then you haven't done it. You, you have. You've thrown it. You no, throw if you it, stop thro- yourself. You've, you've got a cat father paradox. If you throw it, uh, no, if you throw it at a, um, a, a really hard at a wall, right? Yeah. And but underneath the wall is like a time hole. <laughs> then the cat once the cat's hit the wall and it really hurts it, it drops through the time hole and it 
zips back in time and it's perfectly healed. It's utterly meaningless. <laughs> Ready. It's like utterly. You know, that's like, not a time hole. That's some like kind of a, magic healing hole. Yeah, like, that's what you want. A magic cat healing hole. In bowling, how the ball comes back. It'd be the same with the cats. Yeah, but it doesn't cat come comes back. back and it's fine. It doesn't come back if you throw it at a wall and <laughs> smash it. <laughs> bowling doesn't use time holes. The bowling no, 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 does not have time holes. Yeah, that's not. That's not what happens to your ball. It doesn't go back in time after you've knocked down the pins. Well, how is it there? <laughs> how is it there later? <laughs> <laughs> that's just regular time. Okay, then yeah, that then. But with cats. And now on television, the million pound question with Benry Hackinsmoke. <laughs> Welcome to this week's Million Pound Question, the show where all our contestants have to do is get one question right and they win a million pounds tax-free. I'm Benry Hackinsmoke, and our contestant for the big money this week is Mr Flood. Oh, hang on a second, is this money going to be actually big? I mean, I'm going to need, like, a massive bank to stick it in. Welcome to the show, Mr Flood. Now remember, all you have to do is get one question right, and you will win a million pounds. Are you ready? I was bricked ready. Your time starts now. What was the sequel to Winnie the Pooh? Winnie the Pooh. What's the name for a triangle with two sides and two angles the same? A square. Pyrophobia is the fear of what? Pirates. What was the writer E. Nesbitt's first name? Nesbitt. Nesbitt Nesbitt. What was Mr. Humphrey's catchphrase in the TV show Are You Being Served? I've got a wet cat. I've got a wet cat. Well, Mr. Fluck, you answered every question incorrectly. What about the one about Esbit Nesbit? Mr. Fluck, you are a loser. Why don't you ask me just one one more question? I'm sorry, Mr. Fluck. That's not how the game works. Oh, really? Okay, very well, Mr. Fluck. Your next question. What is another name for the eggplant? Chicken. For what is the Turner Prize awarded? Winning. Which sign of the zodiac is represented by a crab? Crabitarius. Who invented television? Uh, Terry Vision. Who wrote Great Expectations? Oh, no, oh, no. It's, on, it's on the tip of my mouth. I'll, I think I'll phone a friend, Benry. I'm going to phone a friend, yeah. That's a different show, Mr. Fluck. I said, I am going to phone a friend, Benry. Um, yes, why not? Of course. Can someone get Mr. Fluck a phone, please? Next one. Um, clothes that are actually designed for wearing rather than <laughs> looking at. Yeah. Well, guess what that means is that we all just have exactly the same comfy clothing. Yeah. And there's no, there's no fashion. We get rid of fashion and we just concentrate on all having the same cool robes. We're all wearing dressing gowns basically. You want basically you want that kind of um, sci-fi future yeah. thing, the um, where everyone wears the same clothes. Yeah, but or not a kind of not, communist party. Yeah, Chinese but not, communist not party tight thing. like they always seem to be in the yeah. future. Not yeah. fucking lycra or anything like that. Isn't Jogging it? bottoms and dressing gowns for everyone. Yeah. And slippers. That'd kind of like what if... I think it would be in heaven, probably when we all yeah. go there, that we all get to wear dressing gowns all the time. Yeah. White ones that dem- that never get dirty. Yeah. Well, no, any colour you want, because some people don't like white. I don't know. I don't particularly want to wear white. You don't, do you? Because like when you when you, when you run out of toilet roll and you want to wipe your ass on it, you'd be able to see that. So you'll probably want a brown one. I think in heaven you don't need to wipe your ass. Oh really? It just it just angels out. come and lick it clean. <laughs>
That might be your heaven. <laughs> God's there, kind of like, you know, organising it all, so go and lick that man's ass. The angels really got a raw deal there, didn't they? <laughs> um, never, no, no, they've, that's they've not never been I mean. alive, just... have they? So they haven't got taste buds. They probably think it's, you know, they probably enjoy it. I don't know. Maybe they like, yeah, yeah, they like it. It tickles, doesn't it? All those um, like pubical hairs tickling your Coming tongue. Out of your ass. Tickling your tongue. Yeah. Tickling the angel's tongue. All those pubic hairs coming out of your ass, tickling an angel's tongue. Yeah. yeah that's a weird world you that's live just in. like heaven. That's what happens in heaven. <laughs> There's only three angels in the Bible, isn't there? Are there? Yeah, and one of them's Lucifer, so I mean... Yeah, you don't want him licking your ass. Yeah, so I mean, you, you know, it's, it's, it's worse odds than the lottery. I mean, better <laughs> odds, but worse, because you don't want Lucifer to lick your ass because he's made of fire, isn't he? Yeah. And that's going to singe off all your pubicle hairs. Maybe in heaven you don't have any pubicle hairs. Maybe everyone's hairless and no one needs to shave ever. Okay, that's true, yeah, because, I mean, if we want to get rid of, like, you know, fashion, we should probably get rid of... Hair is a fashion yes. product as well, so so everyone's got no be hair. completely bald. Yeah. No one has to shave anything. Faces, just got legs, the nubbins, like this, pubicle like the hair. Lego man, haven't they? Yeah, so in heaven, everyone's made of Lego mm. and angels lick their arses. Yeah. We've <laughs> <laughs> got something to look forward to. <laughs> Uh, remote control hair. Oh. Um, which means you you've got your remote your hair remote control and you can do various things like it can you can change the style. Yeah. So have um, a lot of buttons on it, does it? Uh, yeah. I mean, how many? How many? What's the range of hairstyles? Well, we'll you probably can do it with, like with a smartphone app instead, so that you've just you know you've got like a massive list of things oh, you can yeah. choose from and pictures, and you can go I'll have that one okay. rather than an old fashioned nineteen eighties remote control. That's kind of stupid. Um, Self wash. Right, yeah. Just go junk and it's clean. I mean, you do wash yourself anyway, don't you? (laughs) Yeah, but your hair can do it now, right? When you press the self wash button, your hair washes you. It's got a tongue. It's brilliant. Like it's a cat and it washes you. Like it's an angel. Yeah, (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Arse wiping, that's uh, (laughs) setting three. Uh, Your hair climbs down your back (laughs) and wipes your arse and then gets back on your head. That'd be good. And then you press hair wash. wash. Yeah, yeah, (laughs) Yeah, yeah, of course. Uh, go to shop. <laughs> you know, because it's remote control. You're just like, I need some milk. Yeah. Send your hair to the shop. You it's not got any money, though, is it? Your it's, hair. It's um, uh, have a pocket setting. Yeah. <laughs> Get a job setting. Get a job. <laughs> yeah, then it could earn the money that it oh, needs yeah. to buy the milk. Well, it could turn into milk, could be one of the settings. Then you don't. <laughs> produce milk. Yeah, okay, yeah. Yeah, because you don't want to turn into milk because then you've got no hair. Yeah. And you, this is probably quite expensive. This hair, this remote control hair. Yeah. So you want produce milk setting and produce cheese and produce sandwich setting. Yeah, good. Make, build chairs. I think I did have one that was based on Willy Wonka somewhere. That's... How is this based on Willy Wonka? That didn't happen in Willy Wonka. <laughs> where's, where's that link come from? Brilliant. So, so remote control hair just does everything. Mm. It's like whatever you it does need. Does everything. Well, that's all. Right. We don't need to finish any of the list. Now. No, that's, that's just basically just the world would be a much nicer place if everyone had remote control, omnipotent hair. <laughs> <laughs> How does it work? I don't know how it works. Well, let's ask me and me then. then. I know stuff. Yeah, you're well I'm good. I'm well good. You know I know how to count to nine. nine. Yeah, I can count to nine. Hello, hello, and welcome to our Impro class, where we'll be teaching you the ins and outs of the improvisational trade. But uh, well, we do have a game for you today. It's called the Change Game. Change Game. That's how I tell a little story. I'm going to tell a little story, and uh, when... when when Bruce is not uh, happy with, uh, with the content. When I feel unhappy. When he's unhappy with the content of the story, he'll say change, change. He'll say change, Mike, change, 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 Mike, change. And I'll change, uh, I'll change my story. And change. Too much hilarity. Hilarity will ensue, won't Change. It? Oh, oh, hello. <laughs> he's, 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 see what he's doing? You see what he's doing there? He's uh, preempting you're not, it. You're not doing very well, Mike. No, I'm not doing very well. I've started, yeah. I'm starting. Change. Yeah. Okay. Here I am. Here I am walking down the street. What? What's happening? Okay, we're going to start now, then. 
Okay, well, yeah, you had a little bit of fun there, Bruce. But I um, thought I thought maybe it'd, it'd be a nice little example for people. If uh, if while you were saying, you said you're telling a story. I said change. You said you're telling a monkey. Yeah, yeah. You okay, know, yeah. they get a bit of a laugh. It would have been unfortunately. Nice. You're not very quick. <laughs> I'm not very good at improvisation. No, no idea that I was improvising a thing and you just carried on talking. Yeah, I was, oh, no, I wasn't <laughs> totally listening. ignored me. Yeah, no, I wasn't listening. I wasn't listening. Okay, Mike, you ready? I'm ready. So you you're ready? going to tell us a little story. Oh, yeah, I'm going to tell you a story. Okay, yeah, so I'm, I'm listening. I'm listening. Okay, uh, yeah, listen, okay, listening so, while you tell a story, listening yeah. and telling. Yes. Okay, so here's my story then. Uh, once upon a time, uh, there was a dog. Uh, change. Okay, once upon a time, there was a cat. Change. Okay, once upon a time, there was a house. Okay, it was a very happy house. He lived in. He was an unhappy house, and he lived all alone in, in, in a house. One day, uh, the regular house left his house, and he went to the shops. Change. And He left his house, and he went to the zoo. Change. He left his house, and he went to the back of a kangaroo. And when he got there, uh, he sat on it. He sat on the back of the kangaroo, and the kangaroo went hopping around, um, and uh, the kangaroo was called John. And uh, John the kangaroo went for a hop all the way. <laughs> Feel free to interrupt <laughs> Feel free to interrupt at any time, Mike. <laughs> Bruce. I've got to say, Uncle Mike, you're very good at this. Yeah. It's, 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 I'm just getting a bit distracted watching a master, a master improviser at work. Oh, yeah, yeah. I well, forgot to say change. Carry on, I'll, I'll, try and, I'll try and remember to come in at some point. OK, so John the, John the, John the kangaroo with a regular house on his back went hopping down the street and, uh, and he found a pound coin on the floor. And uh, what he did is he took the fat pound coin and he took it to the shop. And he went in the shop and he bought himself a sandwich. And uh, he had a sandwich. And he, and he enjoyed that sandwich. And, uh, and after, after he'd finished eating the sandwich, it wasn't there anymore. Change. After he'd finished eating the sandwich, it was still there. <laughs> That's a magic sandwich, he thought to himself. Where did that come from? Oh, I bought it from the shops, didn't he? Uh, he came from the shops. So he went in he said, uh, excuse me, I just bought this magic sandwich. Change. He said, oh, I came in here earlier and I bought this not, I bought this regular sandwich. Change. I came in here earlier and I, I murdered people. I murdered, I murdered everyone in here. And you're, you're dead. How come you, what, why, why are you looking at me like that for? All funny. You should be on the floor bleeding out your ears. That's where, that's all, because I came in here earlier and I killed you in the ears. Anyway, uh, I'd like to return this sandwich, please. Change. Anyway, I'd like to buy you a drink if I could. Change. Okay. Um, I'd like to cut 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 your head off and uh, and turn it, and use it as a flower pot. Is that is that appropriate? And then the no. lady the lady says, "No, you can't be doing that." Uncle Mike, this 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 yeah? story's taken a, a bit of a dark turn at some point, hasn't it? That's improvisation for you. you never know what's going to turn up, don't you? Should we go it? for a conclusion? Should we okay. uh, should we aim for a conclusion of the story, Uncle Mike? Okay, all of a sudden, sirens went off and the Change. police. All of a sudden, a dog walked in and he was like, "Hello." And the house says, hello, back. So she's allowed to get married. And so they, uh, so they went to the church. And they lived happily ever after. Change. And they went to the church. And he burned it down. Change. They went to the church. And it wasn't there. So they went next door to their grandma's house. And she made them a cup of tea. Change. She made them a cup of coffee. Change. She murdered them with knives. <laughs> the end. Okay, there's another another game for you. It's very okay. different. This one's an especially hard game. Because it requires having lots of knowledge of stuff. Uh, stuff. Well, yeah. What stuff do we need to know about? Specifically, stuff, the knowledge you want to have is song titles. Oh, song titles. We're playing a song titles game. Yeah, it's a song titles game. That's right, yeah. You can only speak in song titles and have a conversation just in song titles. If you don't say a song title, then you're lost, haven't you? And, and you're going to get bummed by a big hairy grill. And nobody wants that. I'll tell you what, it ain't easy. It ain't easy. Uh, um, by, by David Bowie. Yeah, yeah, by David Bowie. Um, uh, um, the best of the Beatles. <laughs> 
And here's a very special song that goes out to a very special lady in the audience who gave me a pound. You're listening to Man by Cow. Although they did it yesterday, you're listening to it now. Could it be a recording? Well, could it, sir? I'm looking at you. Oh, no, it could. You see, they used a time machine. That's right, they got in that time machine, they went back in time, and they put the podcast straight in your ears. Don't forget to tip your waiter on the way out, and maybe buy a Jamroly Poly for your singer. I sure do like Jamroly Polies. Flying Squirrel Day. Ah, okay. Right? You know Flying Ant Day? Yeah. <laughs> it's brilliant, isn't it? And yeah. like, fucking hell, Flying Ants, yeah. right? Imagine if it were Flying Squirrels. Mm. And they're a thing, too. But I think we should roboticise them a bit, because Flying Squirrels really don't fly, they jump. Right. Uh, they're jumping down squirrels, really. But so if they put, were so actually put, flying put squirrels... propellers on them. Yeah. And then there's just a day when you look out your window, and there's just loads of flying squirrels. And when mm. you go to the shop, you're like, loads of flying squirrels landing on you yeah. and stuff. That'd be amazing. Oh, but, I'll be running around with a cricket bat trying to get them. <laughs> Is that allowed? No. I'm going to do no, that. No, that's cruelty to squirrels, and I think. They're not regular squirrels, so they're flying squirrels. Yeah, it's still cruel. Also, it's only one day of the year, so, you know, the day after. Yeah, I'm not, but I'm there's not, not a day of the year where you can be cruel to animals. There's not, like, stab a dog in the head day. That's not a thing. Yeah, but the next day, it's not flying squirrel day, so I'm not hitting them with a, hitting them with a bat then, am I? <laughs> No, the next day you're not, no. But on so, that day you are, and therefore that's cruel. How does the how does the fact that you're not doing something the next day make it not cruel? Not you can't do that in the court. Next day, so you can't like, do that in court where you say, oh, well, yeah, I murdered her yesterday, Your Honour, but I'm not murdering her today. And like, and yesterday she was a woman, but today she's not, because I killed her yesterday. And therefore, somehow, the law doesn't apply. It isn't because it's because really, I'm not doing it now, and she's not the same thing anymore. It's a phenomenon. It's like they're not flying squirrels the day after. They're just regular squirrels, then, aren't they? So I haven't hit that squirrel. <laughs> with has that got anything to do? Because it's a different squirrel today. But you, it's, a, it's not any kind of squirrel today because you <laughs> killed it yesterday. Yeah, it's like yesterday doesn't count anymore. <laughs> yesterday's not happened any. I mean, that's, it's a different day, isn't it? That's, that's the past. Not, it's like Groundhog Day, only like no, you know a lot murder. more murder. Yeah. Yeah. That's what you do in Groundhog Day. You mm. just kill that woman over and over again, right? Yeah. <laughs> Until you got it perfect. Does he kill a woman? No, I'm saying that's what you would do. <laughs> he, Larry kills he uses Tony Groundhog Steve, Day, doesn't he? He uses Groundhog Day to trick a woman into falling in love with him yes. by learning about her. He does. He does murder um, that the, the the groundhog on one one day. Oh, yeah, steals yeah. in, drives off a cliff, and yeah, I'll totally like yeah, really abuse Groundhog no. Day. But well, it's dangerous though to abuse Groundhog Day because you don't know if if the last if that day is going to be the one, one that yeah. carries on. Yeah. So no, like you yeah. go like oh, I've just like murdered all these children, and that, for some reason. That was the thing. That was the thing that broke the spell. <laughs> yeah, that was the lesson Hang you on. needed to that learn. What? <laughs> oh no! No, I've I've to prison. The yeah, the lesson is you, you, you go to more child murder in the, the world. No, the lesson is if you kill children, you go to prison. <laughs> <laughs> for some reason, you didn't know that until you'd killed children and went to prison yeah. for the rest of your life. Yes, we should make that film. Okay. The Man by Cow podcast will be back after this short commercial break. 
Do you like jokes? Like to laugh at hilarious sketches. Think the hitcoms are better in your ear holes than your eye holes? Then listen to the Boy Sell Duck podcast. The epidemic is still spreading, and scientists are warning everyone to stay in this, especially people who are made of mavids. The Boy Sell Duck podcast, a sitcom and sketchy available now from the British comedy with completely original ideas, come up with being ripped and healed. There's a head of ripping, drilling, zimby twigs it said. Excuse me, see. Really like some meat? Ah, oh, you took the words right out of my mouth, Colin, and put nuts in there. We're getting ready to get up and spend our day with Boy Cell Duck. They're going to take us to the pub inside their magic science truck. What are you doing? I'm in plugging the theme chain. I need this wicket. We? I have to change this detonator and my bims will not work properly. Bims? Yes, bims. If Howardland. <laughs> so I live there, but only women are allowed to um, um, emigrate to Howardland, and so I'm the only man there. And you think that's going to attract women, do you? Well, yeah. What's going to make them move there? Because you know, oh, loads of stuff like you know, um, no tax, no pants. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, more, yeah, more, more, more over that. Yeah. <laughs> Sounds very tempting. And then I, you know, I bomb them all, and like I'm like um, just procreating, like I'm dad of everyone. So if they have sons, if they, oh, if they have boys, they have to send them away. Um, the next, you're gonna have sex with all your daughters as well, and oh, granddaughters. Yeah. Oh yeah. You are a sick. Well, not sick immediately. Person. You know, basically, all what not you immediately. Want, what you I'm want not is a pedophile. cult, right? You just want a cult, right? And it seems you might think it seems weird, but the thing is, like, it's not weird to have sex with your own daughter if you know you don't. You know, really like spend any time with her otherwise. It is because like you know, if you if you are if you are a normal family, you've got like one daughter, and then you hang around with that daughter and you play games with her, and then like you know, one day you decide to have a child with her. That's weird. But like, if all the women, all the small girls in your country are your daughter because you slept with all their mums, right? You know, yeah. you remember. That's not weird. <laughs> yeah. you know if you live in a country <laughs> where all the women are either yeah. your wife or your daughter, yeah. that's normal. And then having sex with all the daughters, that's normal too. It is because it you're isn't. not really their dad. You're just their king that happens. Well, and happens their to be dad. There. Yeah. yeah, but you're not their dad who spends time with them and, and knows them in a, like a dadly way. There's no dadly feeling. It is weird. It's just weird in a different way. Yeah. Okay. But it's it's less weird. No, it's, it's less just weird, equally weird. It? In fact, it's more weird. It's not, but in it's a not bunch weird. of different ways. It's, it's not. not it's 
not as weird fun. in the way that, as like you were saying, like yeah, being their their close like um, father figure and mm. then abusing that. That's weird and creepy, that's, right? That's weird. Yeah. But then having a country where you're the dad of everyone <laughs> is also weird and more weird, but just in a totally different way. I'm not dad of the first wave of women that come over. That <laughs> you would if you could be. If you had a time <laughs> machine, you would be. Well, maybe that's something we can have instigate in Howardland. <laughs> that is some kind of weird cyclical mm. thing where you the first gen like the first yeah. uh, the third generation of daughters you take back in time to become the first generation yeah okay yeah and then you're only going to live long enough for three generations anyway so you never need any more so you've just got them going round and round mm. in a weird time circle where you're having sex with everyone and fathering everyone yeah. and no one actually exists mm. so that's alright so there's definitely nothing weird about it if they don't exist <laughs> no one's going to arrest me for sleeping with my great granddaughter if she's not real yeah. <laughs> what's next religion okay my first religion one is if you believe you're going to heaven you're not allowed to be unhappy ever or get annoyed with other people for being gay or something. <laughs> that should just be a stipulation, right? And I know a lot of religious people are like this. A lot of religious people are quite groovy and they're like, hey, we're going to heaven and brilliant. Yeah. That should be what... You, and if you're anything else, if you have anything negative to say about mm. anything ever, then you clearly don't believe you're going to heaven. Which is just be nice. It does miss, miss be out nice. there because that would have been a good commandment. I just think that should be... It's, not, that's it's, not a, it's, it's a difficult commandment to kind of the like logical force results. on people who've got to be happy all no, the time. No, it's more that you shouldn't be unhappy. It's not that you should be happy, it's that you shouldn't be unhappy happy if you honestly believe you're going to heaven come yeah, but on you're not in heaven yet so there's plenty of reasons to be unhappy but you all right you should because you think about heaven and you know how great that is because it's full yeah, of angels are going to lick your arse all isn't it yeah, yeah you got to nobody's licking your arse here it's fucking really annoying yeah. i'd be angry and pissed off if i believed in heaven because i'd be like oh there it is it's just it's just 30 years away but it's 30 years nothing. i can't wait 30 years to get my arse licked by an angel that's why, I that's why you're not to, allowed to be religious. That's why, I go that's down, why you're not. Go down to the whorehouse and then like get a whore to lick it for me, right? But then it's like, probably not allowed in heaven you now. see how you're never going to heaven, no matter what? Well, I'm not allowed in because I had a whore lick my arse. Exactly, and it, nor should well, you be. Well, it's double standards, isn't it? No. That's the thing. What, it's like God's like, oh yeah, it's fine to get your arse licked by my angels. No, he's <laughs> not. That was your idea. That's do why it. we don't want you in heaven, because you're obsessed with people or things licking your arse. In heaven, we we get to escape you and your arse licking fixation. Mm. All right, we're all, all up there going. Hey, I tell you what's brilliant about heaven: how Howard's not here talking <laughs> about getting stuff to lick him in mm. the arse. I will be there. They'll sneak in. <laughs> Next category, I've got maths. Yeah. Okay. Although I, how this is maths, I've no idea. <laughs> Put a dog on a cake. <laughs> that would that know. would make a world a better place, right? Mm. Like if every cake had a dog on it. Mm. No, maybe not every cake. Because some people, I think, some people probably like dogless cake. Yeah, but but if a lot of dogs, dogs were on probably cakes, aren't probably supposed to eat cakes either. No, but like the, cakes, on the, cake, it. the dogs will die. They shouldn't eat it. They should be on it. Mm. Stop the dog from eating it, and she like like muzzle it and like glue its head to the ceiling. Well, if it's on the cake, it can't reach the cake. <laughs> well, it is reaching it by proxy, uh, not by proxy, by, proxy, by, yeah. by, by manner of the fact it's on a cake. All right, but it's only reaching it with its uh, outside, not its inside. Right. <laughs> yeah, it's not around a cake. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. All, all cake should have a dog round it. <laughs> Which basically, I mean, let's feed more cake to dogs. And one more. Oh. If people like ketchup so much, they should marry it. <laughs> Dennis Quaid here. 
Uncle DQ, did, did it work? Yeah, like a dream, mate. What? The future took our advice. They made Howard London and Flying Squirrel Day. And Hot Air Dogs? No, but they're back to thinking you're a pair of morons and ignoring everything you say. Isn't that right, John? Wilco bombs are super great, Dennis Quaid, mate. Well, uh, I suppose that's probably a good, good thing. thing yeah. Right, I'm off to the past to try and shoot my granddad again. I tell you, blokes, that flaming drongo just refuses to die. Come on, John. Wilco bombs are super great, Dennis Quaid, mate. But we need an end song then. Has um, Grandpappy Dude got us an end song yet? Um, oh, hang on, we've got a message. Let's play it. You have one new voice messages. Hello, it's your Grandpappy Doo here. I'm afraid I'm not going to make it to sing your end song this week because I'm stuck in the bath. <laughs> Look at me, I'm Grandpappy Doo. Can't get out of the bath. I probably should have filled the bath with water like I normally do instead of filling it with glue. Um, okay, well, maybe we could get that They Might Be Giants tribute band to do it for us instead. The ones that are in the cellar. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. They're possibly dwarves. <laughs> Yeah, let's get their possibly dwarves to sing it for us. Please, 
Money makes a super race There is no love, there is no grace Punch a grapple in the face If you like this show, don't miss the other free podcast we make, which is much more regular and has a lot more episodes. The Worst Writer in the World, a podcast about stories. Dalek 3. Help, help, I am being attacked. <laughs> Dalek, yeah, Dalek 3. Like Dalek 2 is like, yeah, we're aware of that, we're <laughs> being attacked too. <laughs> Jesus the... Christ, Keith. <laughs> <laughs> Listen to Rufus read stories and scripts that Howard wrote when he was too young to know better. They are the Aranthrans. 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 They have an evil stare. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, let's take the lift, Leela. (laughs) (laughs) Don't go up there. Most of those stairs are fine, but there is one. one. You cannot trust his evil. Such as Howard's many attempts to write a Doctor Who script. Tell me, Vaughn, how did you survive the attack of the Dalek? On the communication system, you said that your leg units were failing. (laughs) That was so, but I went into a primitive type of hibernation. (laughs) Okay. 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 So, so, so I, I became a bear. <laughs> right? yeah, my legs were falling off, so I turned into a bear. A side bear, man. <laughs> and, and now they're fine. <laughs> what the fuck? Yeah. I, I, I don't think your brain's fine, though, is it? You've understood the concept of hibernation there. Hibernation doesn't make your legs get better. <laughs> That's the worst, <laughs> worst, most stupid thing ever. I'm surprised the BBC didn't know, you know, send someone around to kill me. So I wouldn't send him any do- Doctor Who scripts. Somebody stop this kid. The Worst Writer in the World is available now. Free on the British Comedy Guide or wherever podcasts can be found. Little Howard dreamed of being a writer. Stupid, suck-ass, rubbish writer. Yeah.